Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of Video Game Realness, serving up a weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin, and this week we have Jane. Oh, not Jane. <laughs> nope, not Jane. Jane's not even here. The one person who's not here. I love uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I'm so used to Okay, Cameron. Hi. <laughs> And Michael. I have food in front of me, but it's not in my mouth right He's now. unwrapped and um, ready to go. Ew. No, we're not <laughs> saying it. that. I know. We're centagenarians now. No. What? Um, septagenarians? Septagenarians? What? 70. Oh. Yes. Okay. I have no idea. Because a centagenarian is, is 100. Mm-hmm. An octogenarian? Is I had no idea that's what that word meant. Well, it would more be like meant year old. old. No, it would be like year old. So like septagenarian would be like someone who's like... Um, so a sexagenarian is someone who's 60. Oh. Sounds like something else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. So, yeah, you're all and sitting thanks. in different spots today, and and then I was just used to James sitting over here, and I just threw it at the balance. But he usually off. sits here. Cameron always sits I there. Always sit here. Look, so you, just you know what? Just, yeah. <laughs> Why did you not throw me under the bus like that? Okay? <laughs> beep, beep. Why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that? Anyways. So, yes, we're back. Um, yeah, you we were, were Regina George right there, but I did much. not push you. Yeah. You just walked right into it. No, you, you kind of nudged <laughs> I'm me I'm driving the bus. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, I think we only ended up doing one episode last month because of time and busyness. Mm-hmm. But what's really exciting is that we'll have this episode and then another episode this month, which will probably be our E3 prediction episode. Oh, God. And then E3! Ah. E3 Blitz Bonanza! <laughs> Blitz Nonza. Yeah. So we'll probably do it like we did last year. We'll, we'll, we'll go over like all the conferences and have like five episodes for you that week. I hope you're fucking ready for it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for like five hours of video game realness in your ears? Yeah, listen to us talk about things we don't know about. Whatever. Whatever. It's fun. This is why you listen to us. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? Um, I Someone had followed us on Twitter and then uh, followed me on Twitter and then I messaged him because he was really cute. And then, As you do. Well, obviously. Um, anyways, but he was, uh, was saying how he was listening to some other podcast and like, they stopped doing their podcast and started listening to ours and he said ours was the best gay video game podcast on the internet. Ooh, I was like, oh. oh my god, that's so super sweet. Thank you so much, listener. You know who you are. Wink. Oh, wow. Oh, with a wink. It's getting steamy. Anyways, so... Speaking as- of steamy... <laughs> it's time for Hot Topics! Oh, that was a transition. Yes. So, this week's Hot Topic, which everyone has obviously heard about by now, but of course, we're a little bit behind, but hey, you still want to hear our opinions, because it totally doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, Konami puts the kibosh to PT, which is not super surprising, given that Kojima was working on it, and he's kind of like over in a corner working on contract now and we all know what's going to happen as soon as Metal Gear is done like that contract is going to be like yeah but I just have no idea how that 
how wow. everything trans. Well, we'll we'll never know. Because well, once his contract is done, you know that because he said like the reason he's not tweeting is because he doesn't want to violate the terms of his contract. Yeah, and he's, probably get fucked out of all of the money. Exactly, he's him. pretty much just there to like finish the job, collect his paycheck, and then peace out. I want like the expose on like what happened. Yeah. yeah, because <laughs> I mean, okay, so get Barbara Walters on that, oh, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> Diane Sawyer. <laughs> She's like the new Bubba Yeah, Bubba Wawa yeah, has uh, uh, retired. Well, she's retired. Like, she's not on The View anymore. Yeah. This like, is important. We can bring her back for this. Yeah, this is super important. Anyway, um, Guillermo del Toro announced at the San Fran Film Festival that it was no longer happening, and then it just kind of tr- went on from there. I mean, okay, so yeah, him and, and Kojima and someone else was working on this. All I know is that this is like the fourth time Guillermo del Toro has tried to make a game. And something and happened! Something if you're a video game company, you would never sign to do anything with him because it just something goes happens. shit. Like, like yeah. something it must be, and I have no idea if it's just him a or bad always bad circumstance that he just happens to be well, around. Was... But like, Jesus fucking Christ, how many times can one person try to make a game and, and have that get canceled? Yeah. Well, okay, so this was nothing to do with him. I mean, obviously... Okay. Well, was it? Well, we don't know. No, I, okay, from uh, from what we that. know, obviously, um, Kojima and Konami had their falling out. So, obviously, I think what basically happened is Kojima's not doing it, so Guillermo's like, well, I obviously don't want to do it unless he's doing it because they're, you know, bros or whatever and they sure. wanted to do the game together and if he's not doing it for whatever reasons, he obviously pieced out of it too. Yeah. Right? Um, so, like, what does Konami have now in terms of, like, video games? They have games? licenses to Castlevania. <laughs> but, I mean, like... Well, I know. Konami as a video game company now is almost, like, non-existent because, like, we know that Metal Gear Solid will be... Pretty much done. Like, no one wants... No one will touch it after this. Like, this will be, like... Everyone knows that Kojima's not working on anymore, so even if Konami was like, we're gonna make another Metal Gear Solid, no one's gonna buy it. Is it just me, or does this also kind of, the whole Kojima leaving kind of even more explain maybe why David Hayter never even got the chance to be uh, oh. a solid snake. Like, I feel like maybe Kojima wanted that, and then, there, and then like, huh. Konami was like, no, and this is all speculation. Of course. This is an opinion. Of here. course. But that, everything here yeah, is opinion. But that, like, maybe that's why, because David Hayter was surprised by it, and I feel yeah. like, I, I feel like for Kojima, like, you've used him in every game. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not, and still say that it's still Solid Snake. Like, how... And even if it's How not does that work? the reason, it's clear that even this that happened like that a happened year or two. That yeah. was a while ago. So that there was some strife, and it was still the same yeah. sort of thing where they were just like no bitch kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I mean, okay. a lot of stuff yeah, piling the, up. Then the other thing I, I I I worry about is like I feel like there's just too much riding on this game now at this point. Like for Konami, like they're putting all their eggs in this basket for this game to be like amazing and. You know, I, I'm not saying the game's going to do poorly by any means. Obviously, it's going to sell really well, but I think Konami's expectations, I think it's going to be like a Square Tomb Raider kind of situation mm. where they're going to expect it to sell like... 
60 million copies. Right. It's, or, like, expect it to be, like, a Grand Theft Auto type of deal where it's going to sell, like, bajillions of copies. Yeah. But it's not. Like, no, it's... No. I, no. I love Metal Gear Solid, but it's just... Well, the other thing, too, that doesn't help is that it's called Metal Gear Solid 5. So, like... That will turn some people off. That will turn some people off. But then off. again, like, it didn't for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I guess. But the thing with Grand Theft Auto is, like, you know that that's different. This follows a very, very, very Specific convoluted times. story. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Grand Theft Auto, you can just jump in still, It's a you new know. story. It's just a new game in a series. But, like, the story, the background, all of that is new. Right. Here you're jumping in to five mainline games. And if three you have a side games, mm-hmm. like a card-based tie-in. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An interactive PSP novel, like I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a very so, yeah. yeah it's, it's... So I mean, now all they have coming out is Metal Gear Solid Five. We don't know anything that's coming out. And also, correct me if I'm wrong. Konami was supposed to have an E3 event of some sort last year that was supposed to be like an online, like just kind of like conference. And then it just like it just like it just died. No, it was announced, and then it just didn't happen. Like they didn't say that it was postponed. They didn't put a post out to say like it was can't nothing. Like they posted that it was going to happen at such and such a time, and then nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Super awesome. I don't understand them. So I mean. It just seems so super weird Mm -hmm. that, like, there's just all this going on. And, I don't know, more speculation. Is that maybe why we don't see Solid Snake in Smash Brothers? Because of all this nonsense that's going on at Konami, maybe Nintendo did approach them and say, hey, we'll take Solid Snake again because people liked him. And Konami was like, no. I know, I don't know what's up with them, but I, I one of the things we talked about on Nintendo Love Fest yesterday was that um, maybe uh, there will be... Um, uh, Nintendo will try and purchase Konami because, like, at this point, like, what do they have left? Like, Nintendo could basically say, like, okay, we'll save you from the fire mm-hmm. and we'll make a good Castlevania game that people will want, you know? And then... Uh, and then, you know, they could put Snake back into Smash Brothers, and then maybe in future, if there was ever any kind of new... Like, that would be one of the, the things thing that might make sense, but I, I can't see any other developer buying... I, as much as I would... I just don't see Nintendo benefiting very much yeah. from buying Konami. That's a very the expensive re- purchase for Castlevania. Like, it'd be very expensive at this point. And to get Snake and... Well, okay, so Konami still makes money from... Um, they have a very lucrative side... Well, I don't know if you call it side business, it's but... Their business now. Their business now is, is uh, casino slot machines. Yeah. They make a lot of money from that. Like, if no, you go into bad, a casino... Yeah. They're Konami. There are a ton of... Uh, slot machines oh my God. that are, are Konami. They your solid slot machines? No, no just, they, they, they just make like people want. Yeah, they're just like whatever lame. Yeah, but I mean, do something with it. Well, that's they're, they're making money. They're making money. I know, from well, of course, if I they made it into joking. video games, they might start losing money, and then Kojima come and like beat open a fucking casino joint. But like, I mean, it's I mean, it's probably not as lucrative as as um their video game business, but I think maybe 
for whatever reason of what's going on there, maybe they probably just see it as easier. Mm-hmm. You make this machine, you throw it in a fucking casino, and, you know, develop, development is easier, maintenance is easier, you know, you don't have to deal with, you know, the pressure of Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania, like, these brands, yeah. you know, like, Contra, Gradius, Dance Dance, <clears throat> these are all, like, such well-known brands that people have come to love and and, yeah. and admire from Konami that maybe now they're just like, you know what, the pressure to deal with making another Dance Dance revolution is too much, and we can't deal with it. <laughs> maybe they're just like, whatever. Just, yeah, I think they're just done. Like, they're just... They're, I think they're done. Honest and, and to God. I, and I think that it's a totally, like... This was totally their choice too. It's yeah. not like oh, we got to yeah. Yeah, she, she made, made a choice, choice. literally. Yeah. But like I, you know what I really think they should consider doing is they if if it is that you know what we don't want to do video games anymore and we just want to like do our slot machine things and maybe just do, make mobile games or whatever, they should really do a THQ and sell off their IPs. Yeah, that would be nice because like at least say like. If, okay. if it is that you don't want to make it anymore, like, let someone else do it. Because I would love to see another Contra. An indie developer could easily pick up Contra and make it into, like, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Gradius as well. I mean, those are two uh, titles that would be very easy to just make into, like, downloadable yeah. indie titles going yes. forward. They, they obviously don't need to be full disc launch games. I want right. to see them do that, and I want to see which game is, like, the awkward one that doesn't get picked. Like, yeah. with the THQ one, and what was it? Was that game? Dark Striders? That was super awkward for a few so months. So did it not... You no, know, it did eventually, eventually get picked up, right? but it was... It sounded like, which one, doesn't, which one doesn't get picked up? And, like, Sweek It In as well, like, like, that would be another big one. I could see, like, Atlas picking that up. Yeah. Like, Atlas would, would totally Atlas, pick that up. I would just love Or to Bandai see, yeah, Namco yeah. would pick that up. Exactly. I'd love um, to see something like that. That would be cool. But if I would like to see um, Castlevania go to Nintendo. <clears throat> I think... Nintendo would do a good job. Metal Gear, I don't see Nintendo benefiting. I see Sony picking Yeah, that up. I see Sony picking that up. I don't see Nintendo benefiting from it because even if they bought it I still think that Nintendo is in a place right now where people are still somewhat alienated from Nintendo that they wouldn't purchase a Nintendo console to play the next Metal Gear you know what I mean but I and know those fans even if even if like they bought Metal Gear and they brought on Kojima to make it and like let him like do whatever he wanted and he hyped it up I still think there would just be people that would just be like, no, it's on Nintendo and I wouldn't buy it. Potential. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's just people who are just so alienated from Nintendo that at this point, you're just not going to win them over anymore. Uh-huh. Like, they're just not coming back. They're, they're gone. They're done. So it would be beneficial to go somewhere else. That's what I think. I'd agree. But yeah, it's really sad and unfortunate to see that happen to such a big like Konami's been around since the NES days so to see the uh, the Japanese developer that's been around that long you know go I guess by the wayside because they're not saying anything so all we have is speculation no I know right and speculation I think um, they're they're voluntarily delisting from the New York Stock Exchange is going to be a big thing because they I think they're doing it at this time so that when um, Metal Gear Solid 5 comes out they don't feel any responsibility to have to tell people 
how it does mm-hmm. um, and what their earnings are as a result of it. Because if it's all internal, people can ask you all day long and you don't have to fucking tell them a thing. And they can just go, oh, well, it must be because it did bad. And, and you don't have to tell people. Yeah. You can do what you want. Like, makes sense. That's what hurt BlackBerry was the fact that they were like uh, a publicly traded company. And then, then people saw, and, oh. Yeah, and like they could have probably like gone through some things for a little longer if everyone wasn't, everyone wasn't like looking at them to fail yeah. for the longest amount yeah. of time and watching as they were going down and then just jumping ship before it was even. Right. So I think that's, you know, maybe smart on their part to do it, but it doesn't instill a lot of confidence in people going Not at all. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see if they even say anything at E3, address it, because like I said, last E3 they were supposed to have this conference or some kind of online event, and boop. <laughs> that was the sound. That was the actual Like, sound. nothing happened, so... Jeff Taylor was like, and now for Konami. Boop. Yeah. Now for Konami. Oh. Xbox. Go to Konami. <laughs> Anyways. Um, in our other hot topics uh, for this week, um, which this came out... A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. But again, obviously, you know you want to hear what Cameron and Michael have to say about the Mass Effect leak that was from a survey, I guess, that was had. Did you get to do this survey, Cameron? No, I didn't get this survey. Um... I feel like this should have been a survey you should have been a part of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then I wouldn't be able to talk about it because I'm not a, like, you know, NDA leaking asshole. Oh. I know, NDA, like, stuff like this, I read it and I was like, well, like, it's cool that this is info that we have, but at the same time, it's like... I would have been okay not knowing this stuff. Because right now... So, some of the things that we know about it, or at least can assume from it, is that it's not taking place in the Milky Way galaxy, which is where we are. It's mm-hmm. taking place in, like, Andromeda. Okay. So, it's far away, you got new aliens, new stuff, you're going to go colonize that thing. Okay. And you go and you find, uh-oh, there's a... The remnant, which is some ancient alien species that the you're finding. Reapers. It's like, I'm like, uh, I'm sure by that, a different name. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm sure that Bioware, whenever they want to release this information, could have released it in a way that I didn't go like, oh, we're doing the Protheans and the Reapers again. Instead, I've got some 12-year-old who did. Well, there's sorry, the Pathfinders and the Remnants. Yeah, I'm just like. Versus. The Protheans and the Reapers, which is P R P R. Yeah, it could be it could be great, but right now I've just yeah. got some guy who has no real marketing well, skills trying to sell it to me, and it's just like, okay, well, you know what else it is? And to I hate me. myself for thinking. It's, that. Hold it's, on, it's no. just kind of like mm. it's Bioware. Yeah, no, of course it's gonna exactly. be great. It's gonna be good, but I wanted my first impression of this to be like ah, but no, my first impression is. Uh-oh, oh, see, I was see what super excited reading all of this. Like, it was very exciting, but at the same time, I was also like, well, this is so shitty for Bioware that all of this stuff gets leaked in yeah. a way that they kind of can't control can't and control. present it to you. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, um, yeah, it's it's interesting, but just reading on paper, like, encounter savage, untamed lands, cutthroat outlaws, and wearing alien races in an effort to survive... Um, Okay, and the spelling mistake in there. So, like, with that, it's like, you you read it, and in a trailer, like, you know, Savage Untamed Lands, probably some world with, like, super heavy gravity and, like, dinosaur-type whatevers roaming Mm. around, and then Cutthroat Outlaws, like, many of the wearing factions in, like, um, uh, Mass Effect 2, like, how they're all of the different gangs and whatnot, Uh, and then, like, alien races a la, like, um, 
uh, Asari and, and all of that sort of thing. Reading that, you're kind of like, oh. And you just picture what you've already seen before. Seeing something new changes your Changes your press So you don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, I did like, so... It said, um, explore hundreds of solar systems, and then it apparently over four times the size of Mass Effect 3. Um, That's I already thought really the galaxy big. was fucking huge in the first, like, in, in, in that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'll be curious to know if they go back to a Mass Effect 1 galaxy where you could land on, like, almost it any planet. It seems like, yes. Like, based off that, there are apparently hundreds of places that you can land. So yeah. this is going to be more like... Um, is there going to be more of an online presence in this game? There is going to be more multiplayer, but it's still not going... From what we're gathering from this, it's not really going to affect the single player. See, okay, so the now, single player is still going to be like a very single yeah, player yeah, experience. Yeah. Okay. Now, what I want from this whole thing is, if you remember in Mass Effect 3, they had the companion app, the um, <laughs> galactic readiness. Like, So that about. really pissed me off that you had to spend all of that time to get your readiness high enough so that your Commander Shepard could potentially survive at the end of the game. Survive, um, quote, yeah, unquote. like a breath in a shot. That's it. It's from one of the multiple endings. Yes, from one of. Anyway, but with that, um, I didn't like how you had to get that to, to essentially get any type of good ending, but I did like that companion app focus. So what I might like, if this is such a large galaxy and you can kind of like go around and probe planets, I would like if maybe you could kind of do that from a phone or like a companion piece, because if the galaxy is four times the size, I might not always want to sit at my TV and do that. I might want to, you know, probe on the go. Well, there is like a lot of... (laughs) There is a stronger um, uh, influence now in terms of like second screen gaming with the Surface or Vita... Um, and then if it's PC, well, you could just use your cell phone. So I'm sure that might be something that they do explore again. Like, mm-hmm. if there's going to be... I mean, to my... Like, obviously, I've, I've never played any of the Mass Effect games. I still intend to at, at some, some point, point. someday. <laughs> well, okay, here's what I'm waiting for that I presume will maybe get announced. Yeah, yeah the, the, the PS4, Xbox trilogy all in one. Yeah. And, like, I want it to just literally be, like the whole game just streamlined together. Like, just... Well, it don't is. even tell me when the, the second one starts. Just, like, just go. Oh. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Just, like... I know what you mean. Just, like... Yeah. Just, like, make it a whole game. Like, 300 hours. Like, just go. Yeah. Like, just make it all together and then your save file can, like... Literally just pick right yeah, through. Pick yeah, pick up on the next one. Mm-hmm. Which... I mean, if it's going to be a whole different universe, like, obviously your save file may not even have that much of an yeah, influence. Yeah, I think this, it's a... It'll probably just be Easter eggs that might... Exactly. It's uh-huh. a good way to be like, look, there's a lot of divergence, no matter what people will say about the end of Mass Effect 4, 3. Yeah. There's a lot of divergence, so just, they need to get out of there if yeah. they're going to have any sort of... Uh, yeah, no, exactly. They continuity. can't. Yeah, they totally yeah. can't try and keep things going because I'm sure they've already got like six thousand branching story trees yeah. at this point. So to try and branch from six thousand into it's six thousand new ones, like you'll die. It's too like, much. The staff will literally die. Yeah, to do that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think most likely if they have like a save file continue thing, it'll just be like an Easter egg thing. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a planet and then you find out that like I don't know some character is now like the the ruler. or the ruler yeah. of the planet yeah. or he's like 
or he died here, or you'll see like a grave here of someone that you killed. Like just yeah. things like that, like from yeah. the other world will appear. Like very small things that are no way impacting on the current yeah. story. I no, think exactly. But those little things where fans will just exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I think they will do. Yeah, like so. What I would like is, um, in terms of like a continuity thing. Let's say this obviously takes place separate from the whole Commander Shepard thing, but let's say in somewhere there's like some wall of remembrance. Yes. I would like for it to not only have Commander Shepard, but like Commander Shepard and his husband Caden, because that's who I romance. Yeah. Like <laughs> that would be really nice to me. That that's yeah. the kind of shit. That I, I that's what I could see. see happening. Like maybe there'll be a planet and it'll be like your your Shepherd will be like on a yeah. on like a throne and like your man or your lady will be there, like in arms or something. <laughs> that'd be really, that'd be really cool. It's not really how it's. I know, know but like, like you yeah, can, I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. So um, yeah, and then so there's the remnants things, and then yeah, squad mates are same as um, yeah. Um, there are apparently two squad mates. One is called Cora, and one is called Drac. We don't know much about them aside from one has biotic shields and one has. And there's a Krogan. Loyalty missions, same as in Mass Effect 2. Um, meaningful choices, as Black. per usual. The Bioware game, um, they're obligated to say that in every How yeah, do you feel about the Mako being back? You love the Mako. You love the Mako. I loved certain things about the Mako. I love, like, I love I, the stupid jankiness of the yeah. Mako, but not for playing it. I hated playing as the Mako. I love watching people try and make the Mako work, though. I think that's amazing. I kinda, I, but then so if they if they bring back the Mako and it's not janky and busted, I don't know if it's not going to be the same Mako. <laughs> It's so you cute. want back the janky bust? I've got this weird dichotomy no, right now. I'm Wouldn't so it be funny like... if they put like an option for like <laughs> regular controls version. and then like janky, janky busted yeah. controls? No, because you know or what? old school <laughs> Mako yeah. and it's like I just I just miss or like but you only get that option if you have save data. From yeah, like see that would be like, some yeah. again another Easter yeah, egg I mean, that would be like because oh. I just the the Mako to me was like. So funny, but the the only way I can deal with the Mako is the fact that it's only in Mass Effect One, and it wasn't like, um, okay, because you you deal with it the very first time you play the game, you have to play with the Mako, and then they get rid of it. It's not like it was added in in a later edition and was total shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now that I've had time without the Mako, I don't know if I want want it back like that, like that. But at the same time, <laughs> I always love just like. Driving up the side of a mountain, straight <laughs> on up. Yeah, going up the side of a like completely vertical surface, fine. Mm-hmm. Little tiny ditch, you're fucked. Yeah, it'll flip over. <laughs> you have to get out, flip it, flip it back over. But it's not even like you don't even see an animation. You'll get out and it'll be like it just press X to flip. Up. And then, oh, no, wait, no, I'm thinking of Halo. In Mass yeah. Effect, it can't actually flip over. You're just it will dead. literally hit a ditch, and then it'll like. Flip onto its back and then just bounce up. It's just like oh it's like God. springy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but then there's all the planet stuff. Um, so that's interesting. That says about the colonies, like build settlements on habitable planets. Um, yeah, that's all sounding very Dragon Age Inquisition to me. Okay, you don't cause... actually make colonies, but it has that same sort of you're going out and you're spreading your Inquisition kind of thing. So there's a lot in this. I'm like. Mm. That's some Dragon Age Inquisition. It's right there. Yeah. But in space. In space. I mean, all of the rest of this just sounds 
similar to concepts we've had in other ones, but I don't want to go too much into what it is because I don't know how yeah. level of spoiler and what what is and isn't. This could just be someone who wrote a very a detailed fake thing. Yeah. Like, well, but it just it fits. But still, well, one of the good things is that E three is in like a month, mm-hmm. and I think they will reveal a bit more. Yeah. But, but at the same to be time, this year, right. Oh, I like when I say reveal, I mean like I don't mean like, oh, here's the game and it's coming out in 2016. I mean like they'll they'll maybe show a like bit of gameplay. For, they'll give us like a Zelda. Well, yeah, like like that is like the extreme of like what I think we'll get for Mass Effect. I think they said that. I, I is, what is it? Is it supposed to be this year, next year? Like what is the it? game coming out? Yeah, not for two years at least. Yeah, I don't. 2017. Yeah, this, are we thinking? this is a ways off. Huh. But That's that, a long I, time. I know, because they would have been working that. on this since 2012, which is when Mass Effect 3 came out. That's and a They would have been working on that, time. like... Before Mass Effect Three came out, they would have already started. Yeah, so that's like, a long. I don't know what they did. Is the thing is that Bioware at the time still wasn't a very big company. It was Montreal, Edmonton, and Austin. And all three of those were kind of still busy owned at the by time. EA. You know that they were starting on Mass Effect Three, and EA was like, "Get ready for the next one. Like start. Like I'm maybe not like a planning. big team. Maybe yeah, it was yeah, probably planning. like it's like a team of right. ten that just was probably planning. Yeah, yeah, like not actually right. developing. No, just, just like. <laughs> Whiteboard, whiteboard. Like, Ooh, let's yeah. Do this. That's yeah. probably yeah. the extent yeah. of like them starting. Not- yeah, no, exactly. That, and that's typically how it is. It would be obviously everyone else is still focused on finishing the rest of the game, but the people who had storyboarded for Mass Effect Three, yeah, they weren't doing their anything. job was done at that point. Exactly, so they were starting with the Mass, exactly. So, so um, I, I, it's a long time to wait for that next game to come yeah. out, and and the reason why that kind of I get, I get it, and then at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, that's a long time. A lo- waiting a long time is good because there's a more more install base for both Xbox and PlayStation, right. so you can sell more copies. But then at the same time, waiting till 2017, that almost that means like whatever sequel you're coming out is going to have to be on the next consoles or both. Because mm-hmm. we, we see now that we are still getting PS3 and Xbox 360 releases. Yeah. So, because 2017, that means... Because what? 2013 is when we got the new consoles? Uh-huh. Christmas 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Four years into the console life cycle. By the time they came out with a sequel, it would be a minimum, minimum two years. Because maybe they started it somewhat early, or they had an idea of what the second. The one, one thing would is, be. is a lot of it's probably the the first one always takes the longest because of like engine. Like you just think about yeah. how Mass Effect like two and three, yeah, yeah, Mass Effect two and three um, were two years apart like from each two other. Or three? Yeah, I okay. Think, so, so that from, would mean the next one would be twenty nineteen. Yeah, from two to three, it was two years, but from one to two, it was three years. Okay, so that would mean it's like two thousand seven to two thousand ten, right? Or was it 2006? I don't care. (laughs) Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is that Mass Effect 5 would probably be, like, 2019, and that would make it mean it would have to be on, like... Yeah. But they're totally not going to number this. It'll be, like, Mass Effect... Maybe it won't even be called Mass Effect. No, it will be. It'll just be called Mass Effect, like, Remnants or something, or, like, you know... Mass Effect Alpha, or I don't know, but it won't be it won't be numbered. But they'll still call it Mass Effect because there's no way that EA is ever going to let something like not have its brand name attached to it. 
Oh, true. I mean, Final Fantasy is the number, but I mean, that doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's never been like continuation, like through through each one, whereas like well, yeah, the precedent true. has been set of like. But then, like, yeah, they're probably because like Dragon Age, they stopped numbering, right? Because yeah. they didn't want to. Dragon Age had a weird thing. It was first mm-hmm. Dragon Age Origins, and then Dragon Age Two, and now back to Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, I know. Everyone was like, "Wait, where was number one? Where was number one? <laughs> yeah. And where's number three now?" <laughs> like, yeah. so yeah, they probably might do something like that. Anyways, um, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what games we've been playing over the past three weeks. <laughs> Be right back. What games we've been playing? So, I'm gonna start with you, Michael. Okay, so I've actually managed to find some time for some stuff. So, um, I bought Mario Party 10. Okay. Guys, did you hear? Mario (laughs) Party 10, not Mario. Yeah. (laughs) I am blown away right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like rewind that. So, yeah. Um, So, Mario Party 10. Bloody Um, damn it! In Mario Party 10, uh, I got it because uh, Toys R Us had a promotion last week where any Amiibo-compatible game was $10 off. And for Mario Party 10... See, I just flip-flop. It's weird. I don't know why. Um, So, with that... uh, (laughs) It's hard to stop. Anyway, um, Mario Party 10... um, yeah, I got it because uh, I've heard from Anthony on Nintendo Love Fest that it's pretty fun. Not world's best. And then on, uh, I also subscribed to Nintendo Force magazine, or NF. They can't call themselves Nintendo Force because Nintendo got mad. Oh. So anyway. Um, yeah, so from there they had a review of the game too. Sounded pretty good. I haven't played a Mario Party really since 8, so I decided to, to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And they have the, like, two versions. There's the one that came bundled with an Amiibo was $70, or the one without the Amiibo game only was regular, like, 59 mm-hmm. But then with the $10 off, it was only 49 and so I was... So it's like, yep, yeah, I'm on it. So I busted open all 29 of my Amiibo. Um... I know they're finally open. It's super cool. Yeah, he they're still so in the packaging. Yeah, it was. To be fair, I still have my Ike and Mega Man in the packaging. Open well. Um, I, I, I opened don't know all why. of the rare ones first, so I was like, because if I open the the common ones first, I might change my mind and then leave the rare and ones. then leave the rare ones. Yeah, and I was like, no, slice. <laughs> yeah. So, but I had a very delicate way of going about. It. So, uh, Mario Party Ten. Hold on, pretty... hold on. So, did you hold on to all the packaging? Oh yeah, all of the oh. boxes. Like, still, that yeah. doesn't. That doesn't. Save your room. That makes more. Well, no, because all of the boxes are just in my storage unit, and all of the amiibo themselves are in my apartment because they're much smaller. So 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should have kept a uh, villager wrapped up. But the thing about the villager one was that I bought that on day one before any of this ever happened. So I never knew. It was the first thing I owned. I still opened it delicately. Like, trust me, the box is in good condition. But like... You should put that back in the box. But I know. But when I did that, That I had no clue. going to be worth a lot of money. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, what I'm talking about is they're repackaging villager. Um, they're making, they're redoing Villager. So oh, the, really? Yeah. So the original Villager is going to become okay, a, yeah, wait, it's going to become so, like a yeah, rare wait, so item. What's the new? What? Where? What? When did this? They're, they're just changing his hair. Like, I, I guess because they're going to be re-releasing more yeah. Villager, but his hair is going to be different. Which means the original. When, when did this come out? I don't know. I saw it online. Like it's today. It's in the section right there. What? Sorry, this is a news story that we're going to talk about later. But oh my well, god! But yeah, villager. They're making a new villager and with new hair. Like it's it's like so subtly different. He's literally in the same pose, but his hair is different, and his his eyes are. A little oh, bit he different. has those stupid eyes. Oh, yeah, his eyes are a little bit different. Yeah, like very subtle. Oh my god! But yeah, so the original villager now, if you own one and it's still wrapped up, don't open it because it will be, be worth money because they're not going to make the other ones anymore. <sighs> okay, anyway, I still have it. It still exists. Girl, so put it back hard. in the package so, if I were you. <laughs> anyway, so Mario Party 10 is fun. Um, we played a little bit on Friday night. Um, we were at a friend's barbecue. Neither of you two played, but well, no. you were there and you were playing Mortal Kombat. We were Kombat. playing classic games now. Yeah. It's, it's serious. But, um, yeah. no, it's fun. Like So there's three different modes. There's Amiibo Party, there's Bowser Party, and there's um, Mario Party. And so Amiibo Party. Like OG Mario Party. Yeah, it it it's kind of like Mario Party Nine, where there was like the um, the one ship and yeah. everyone just yeah is like around one time. Yeah, um, whereas Bowser Party is the one person on the gamepad, um, and it's like the games will be like four v one. Yeah, and then and he's um, trying to like catch up and eat. Yeah, and he's I watched it on YouTube. You. It actually looked really fun. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't played it yet though. <laughs> but then Amiibo Party, I played a couple times, and so that one you use your Amiibo as the play token, which I think is really fun. Um, you do have to tap it a lot, um, but at the same time, if you just know that before you start playing and you just leave the gamepad central, mm-hmm. then it's just kind of... I think it's kind of a fun way, because you don't have to hold it down. You literally just fucking tap. Um, and then it... Yeah, it's not like with other games, like, you know, with Smash Bros. It's like, you hold it to uh-huh. save. You don't have to do that. It's literally just like, boop, and then you just put it down. Boop, you put it down. Okay. To roll the dice and for any of that. And yeah, you can stuff. use your Smash Brothers ones, right? Yep. So you, you don't can have use to any use of the Mario. No, you don't have to use the one, but I realized why they made that Super Mario series. is In that series, they're a lot more kind of straight, standing up, and like very sturdy. They're easy to just kind of grab from the top so you can use them like that, yeah. whereas the other ones are a little more... not They're, all they're not fragile, but they're all posy, so yeah. grabbing it is like... Grabbing Peach is a little weird because yeah. her dress is very... Um, the it's, there's hollow, mm-hmm. it's hollow underneath, whereas in the new one, I think it's literally like a harder yeah. kind of shell, so you can grab it up and, and do that, whereas with Peach, every time I'm like grabbing her, her, her hair, and I'm yeah. just like, nope, oh god, 
Something's gonna happen. Someone, someone. We played it. Um, I only brought the common ones in case because I wasn't gonna bring my Rosie or my Toad. Because if someone broke it, they were gonna buy me a new one. And I didn't want to saddle someone with like an eighty dollar bill for a Rosie just because they got drunk. So <laughs> and broke my Rosie. Yeah. So anyway, Mario Party Ten is fun. I'm gonna play more. Um, and then be playing more Xenoblade. I'm like fourteen hours into it at this point. Um, further than I ever got in the Wii game. So it's exciting now to be into new stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, Again, um, it's so fun. The battle system is, like, incredible. I'm loving the story. And having it portable, I've realized this is how I always wanted to play the game because sometimes I want to play for five minutes and just, like, close the top and not have to worry about where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and then I also got the demo for Puzzles and Dragons. I need um, to try that. So that's fun. The way you match three is kind of strange. Like... It Maybe you need to read the tutorial or something. No, the tutorial. Maybe oh. you skipped over it because you're like, no. oh, I know how to match three. No, yeah, you don't. <laughs> I, I'll probably have to try it again because I really just tried it once. It looks amazing. Oh. The Mario one, like it looks incredible on 3ds. Yeah, I, I think it was a very smart idea for Nintendo to do a do this type of partnership, just because I think a lot of people may not have been open to trying Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah. But now with the Mario tie-in, you're you're more apt to try the Mario version of it. And then once you try it's, the Mario yeah. version of it, you'll be like, oh, okay, well, let me try the regular Puzzles of Dragons. so fucking cute. So the, uh, that was just the demo. And then I also got um, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, which is Pokemon Puzzle League, the N64 game. But it's like the Game Boy Color um, original uh, game. Yeah. Like... There's apparently there's two player, but you probably doesn't probably work on no, a virtual console. The virtual console t- multiplayer games don't yeah. work, which is a whole other yeah, discussion in be, itself. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's a fun game. the The music is cute, and it's so fun to have that portably as well. Because um, yeah, I, I always love Puzzle League, um, but it gets really tough really fast. <laughs> I'm playing on normal, and I'm like on level six. Um, and yeah, it got tough <laughs> super fast. Like the first four, you're like, bitch, get it together. And then all of a sudden, like the next level, whew, just like it jumps. Yeah, but it's it's fun. Um, and so yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. So Xenoblade, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, Puzzle and Dragons demo, Mario Party Ten. Um, oh, and then the Mario Kart DLC. So fun. I haven't got to uh, fully try that out yet. Um, Kyle has, but I haven't tried it out yet. Um, yeah. I've been playing uh, a lot of Heroes of the Storm, and then I went back to playing League of Legends. <laughs> well. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends um, just because, like, I just like I I like the characters in, in League of Legends, well the ones I like to play. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy playing them and even though I might not be like, you know, pro player, but I just really enjoy playing those characters because they're fun. And I and they're it's just enjoyable, especially playing them because people think that they're not that great. But then when I play them really well then it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I really enjoy playing uh, oh. <laughs> I really enjoy playing Karma in like mid lane because it just it always throws people off. They're just like, what are you doing? Get in my lane, bitch! What's this bitch doing here? And then every single time, I just like surprise. <laughs> it's not going to be as easy as a lane as you thought. See, that is the best feeling when you can like 
Just because you're not intentionally trying to piss people off. No. You're just pissing them off by being a good player yeah. with a character that they don't expect. Yeah. And that is the best feeling. Always. Always. Every single time. It's just it's just so gratifying. Because mm-hmm. like, they're all like, oh, I'm going to have a super easy time in mid lane. So they always like come super aggressive. Always. They're just like, oh, I can kill her so easily. And just like, no girl. <laughs> like, I can read you like a book. And I just like... And Red I'm, to filth. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I've become really good at like like poking them and stuff, and like they'll be like super low, and then they'll come and try to tower dive, and like she has this ability where she can stun people with a, like a tether bond. So after two seconds, they become rooted. So I usually always like lure them with the with the bond, and then they come and chase after them. And I lure them into the tower, <laughs> and then they get rooted, and then the tower like kills them. <laughs> It's so much fun to do every single time because you're just like here, come here, come here, and then you lure them into the tower and they forget that because a lot of people don't even know what her abilities do because nobody plays because nobody plays her. Everyone thinks she's junk because like I remember this uh, one time I was playing and I was playing with uh, and this against this ribbon and she was like, why was I? Why couldn't I move? Why couldn't I move? I was like, bitch, I. I, I rooted you there. Like, they just don't know what she does. It's super funny. And, like, one of her abilities, too, um, uh, she can uh, shoot this blast, and then it leaves this thing on the ground, and after two seconds, it does, like, another blast for the same amount of damage. So every single time, people will just stand in it. <laughs> you can see, like, you're standing in, like, a, like, radial blast, but they'll still stand there attacking me, and I'll just be like, oh, you're going to die right now. Goodbye. Oh, that is so perfect. I know, it just feels, it's just, it's just. Yeah, well, that's why you probably keep playing it, because that just says It's just awesome. a happy, gratifying yeah. feeling. You just can't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been playing, um... Uh, Final Fantasy, um, what do they call it? Record Keeper? They've been adding more characters oh. and, and like more, what they call dungeons, which is just more uh, story parts from the different Final Fantasy. So they've added a lot more Final Fantasy VI stuff uh, recently. So that's been really fun, like going through and reliving, like you can get Terra and um, what's the girl's name? Celis? Um, so yeah. yeah, you can get those two. Um, and then what else have I been playing? I still... Okay, so I bought Xenoblade. Yeah. It's, have you opened it? I haven't opened it. No. It's still sitting in the packaging. I could return it if I wanted to. Okay, okay. well... <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm... You're, I'm your choice. I'm like, not it's going really to. Fun. No, I'm going to play it. I just... I, I don't know. I just haven't found mm-hmm. the time amongst my normal routine to, like, break out of my routine because I've been playing League of Legends too much. When you when you start to get into Xenoblade, like you'll Yeah, like, I know. Once I get into yeah. it, I'll start playing. Especially it after then... the first um like right from the beginning it's it's definitely interesting, but um within the first like two hours actually no way because you have to in the first four hours mm-hmm. you'll be like kinda hooked on the story. I will have it played and beaten before X. Before X comes okay, out. Okay, well, that could be November, so you've got a while. Yeah, exactly. So I know, like... But if it's June... I'm like, oh, shit! Because <laughs> that, you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, well, it did come out in Japan Already, on, yeah. like, a couple days ago, April yeah. 29th. Um, so it's just a matter of translating the game and releasing it. 
Well, and yeah, and I think whether you're right. it's going to fit Zelda or not. Yeah, so. I think it, it's going to be that stopgap to hold over for the holiday. Yeah. Um, I think you were right. I think it was going to come out in like June, July and yeah. be that summer game release. But now... No, they've got a... They so now they're just holiday. putting everything on Splatoon for the summer. Yes. You know? Splatoon. And probably Splatoon being in Smash Brothers as well. As like That'll probably be... What I want to see with Splatoon and Smash is um, if you have the amiibo, you just get to tap it and then you get the characters for free. I can see that happening. Because they're only charging you $4 for the characters. Yeah. So if you've already got them, you can fucking like... You know, I could see that happening. That would be nice. And, or you could buy it for $4. Yeah. I could see that happening. I love it. Um... But, I mean, it hasn't been officially announced that no. they're putting Splatoon in Smash Brothers. But... It just seems like they, the see... characters fit really well with... Honestly, I... And it would tie in with the game, because then if you play Smash, then they're like, Oh, look, these characters. Oh, you like these characters? Play the game. Work for Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I think, um... Uh, I really think that we're going to get a meaty... Tuck. DLC for holiday. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> Shut up. I think we're gonna get like a meaty DLC for holiday. Like, I, like they're talking about Lucas coming out soon. Don't be surprised if that gets pushed to like. I feel like Lucas is gonna be like an uh, August. You know, he's gonna be like a mid to late summer, but like a Splatoon's gonna be like June. No, I think honestly that like, they're just gonna come out with uh, uh, like a whole, like a pack of like, like have it all come out at once. I would rather have them like give me a character every like couple months as opposed to giving me all at once because like the reason. Guess what? I played Smash again when Mewtwo came out. Yeah, I hadn't picked it up for a few months. We're not we're not all you, Cameron. So yeah. we don't play it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every day. Um, but, but the reason I could see them doing it all at once is just for like testing purposes. It's easier for them to just make all the characters and test them all at once and they, balance them all at once. But I think and they'll, they will them. make them all at once, balance them all at once, and then release them here and there. Who knows? Like, and do, like, a Hyrule Warriors, like, okay, these characters are going to come out. You can buy the pack of them in advance, like you could with the Mario Kart DLC. No, I guess But then we'll release them at separate times. Yeah, I guess they could do that. I guess we'll see. We'll find out, but... Um, but I, look, I, I yeah. definitely think they're going to have more DLC for sure than just Lucas, because... Yeah, yeah. They, they wouldn't have some... that fan poll thing online, like, obviously. That, yeah. and they have nothing else really big yeah. coming, so they really need Smash Brothers to be, like, a yeah. another big game for them this holiday. So, what, is there anything portable coming out this summer, or was Xenoblade the game for 3DS for the summer? Like, there's Puzzle and Dragons, but that's, like, come on, it's Well, it's Fire Emblem, they announced, is delayed, and... Uh, yeah, there hasn't been really anything announced. Because there needs to be something. I, uh, E3 will be worried. E3 happen. will. I but think they need to. They need to tell you that there's something for each of these systems for the summer. Like, I'm not saying it's got to be big, but like, just tell me that you're releasing like, I don't know, some stuff on Virtual Console on you know Wii what? for the summer or on Wii U for the summer, and then give me some new 3DS. There games. was a news article saying that they're. Not even focusing on Super Nintendo games anymore yeah, for I, virtual console. Yeah, yeah. 
So I would rather have, have them focus on N64, GameCube, and N64, Wii U. N64, GameCube. Well, or they haven't Wii. done GameCube No, yet, they have haven't, they? but I would rather have them focus on that instead yeah. of... Because we already had all the Super Nintendo games. You could just go into the Wii yeah. store on your same system and get them anyway. I don't know like, why they haven't done GameCube games yet. Like uh, Maybe something to do with... I don't know. Was it built on some kind of weird engine or system or mm-hmm. some kind of processing whatever? I, I don't know. Well, no, because like... The oh, because the Wii we could play, play it. GameCube games, no problem. So, but and they removed that in later versions of the Wii. If you bought a Wii after like two thousand and nine or something, it stopped. Like you couldn't. That's it right, wouldn't. Yeah. It didn't emulate GameCube games anymore. Oh. oh, okay. Well, whatever. Glad I have that Wii. No, I know. Well, the, it's like the glad. <laughs> I mean, I still have a GameCube, same... but whatever. Yeah, but it's that GameCube like dies, which it won't. Cause it's a GameCube. Those things are invincible. Yeah. So that's why after like that. Oh no, because they did still keep the ports where you could put in the, mm-hmm. the thing in case you were using it for Smash Bros or whatnot. But um, I don't know if they still came with the memory card slots in them after that because you couldn't use yeah. that for anything. I just never useless. got one of those Wii's. But, but Me yeah, either. anyway, anyway, um, in terms of what else I've been playing, uh, nothing, unfortunately. <sighs> I'm sorry, I have school, guys. And sometimes oh. I just want to come home I hear and, like, watch something. And it's so easy to... When I'm on my computer, it's easier to just, like, mm-hmm. do two things at once. So that's why I usually play League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Or Hearthstone. Oh, yeah, Hearthstone came out on uh, mobile phones now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit, I should get that. Yeah. So now I can poop and play Hearthstone. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Living a dream. Living a it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. It just, it just makes that whole experience more enjoyable now. Perfect. So glad we had this discussion. Now you know. Um, okay, I'm sorry if you did. That is wonderful. No, if oh you my didn't God, think no. that I, there's a whole bunch of other people. Everyone, you're playing. I'm sure there's a, I'm playing sure, Hearthstone. I'm sure okay. there's a subreddit. Reddit are pooping Hearthstone. Yeah, somebody like, concedes early. They just had a quick shit. Yeah, okay. like, exactly. They're done. It's like, oh, it was faster than I expected. Concede, and you get the easy win. Whatever. It's super, yeah. but yeah, it's good. You, it oh, plays really well. Um, you should download it. It's too funny. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? It had to do with the what you've been playing. I forget, but... Um, but anyway. Yeah, you? Cameron, what have you been playing? I, I haven't played a lot, anything new. Uh, I've been mainly on a comics uh, Comic bin? <laughs> yeah, for and the past month. our Pokemon. Yes, that's true. We we did play some Pokemon cards again. Uh, we both went out and remade our decks and made more decks. So. I've made five decks. So now. you have Come five decks. And how many decks. do you have, Cameron? I have four, and I have a fifth one planned, but I don't want to buy everything for it yet. So we'll It see. was a very expensive week. It was not yes. this week that just happened. It was the week before. Oh, my God. Dropped a lot of money. <laughs> oh, if you got, I don't, um, I don't know if it makes a difference, and, but also a uh, game center at. Yeah, no, I know they sell them for so they cheap. Sell the booster packs. There. Yeah, I know. Super oh, you cheap. already know. Okay, so, trust. No. We set up. Girl. Sorry, girls. <laughs> I was trying to be helpful. We, are, we still play. There's a new expansion coming out in like a couple days. Couple days because what's today? The third. So in three days. Yeah. So we're gonna go and buy one of a the booster big box, box, which is like I don't know, a hundred and like sixty bucks or something. Yeah. I think it's less for the new ones. Is it? I don't I know. It, I All think I know is 112. Oh, okay. So maybe it's 112. And then it's like. It comes with like 80 packs of cards. So it comes with 800 cards in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get a couple of EX cards because if we only get one, that will be like a very tough thing for us to deal with. But if we get two, 
All good. Yeah. How much are EX cards? Depends on depends. the ones. Some of them we will each sell for bought, 20. Yeah, we each bought one EX card that was twenty. Because they didn't have the non-expensive version. Yeah, they only had the full <laughs> art version, and we were like... Guys, stop me. I know. Please. So, it was... Hold, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold <laughs> up. Am I to understand that you spent $22 on one piece of cardboard? I would well, say it's cardboard. a very pretty card. Yeah, it's very... It's like, very it's pretty. textured. Oh, okay. It's a Verizian. Oh, okay. It's a Verizian EX. I've never seen a Verizian And, and let me also get this... Me the, neither. Let me also get this correct. Yeah. You guys are going to split on a $112 box <laughs> that has 80 packs of cards in it. Look, it might have more than that. If, okay. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's more. It might even be less. So um, you're going to you're gonna each spend about 50 bucks, $60, uh, to uh, but buy... But the savings are real. There, there are savings, and if we get like a Ray Quasa EX, I'm not gonna play with that. I'm Me just neither. Sell it for 20 exactly, bucks. and then we'll split that money. Yeah, y'all are spending way too much money. I know on I know. Pokemon cards. I know. I know. All right, y'all spending way too much. You see why I didn't want to get into this? Yeah, because but. I'd be right there with you. <laughs> Buying up the Pokemon well, cards. You know what the weirdest part was is until two weeks ago, I was still only playing with one deck. Yeah. I still only just had my fairy psychic deck that I made from the get-go. And then I had the idea for a grass psychic deck. So then I made that. That's interesting. It's fun. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to now make a fighting and water deck. Oh, fighting and well, water. That's here. so fun. Well, now I'm going to make um, fire and water. That's fun. Oh, now I'm gonna make grass and fairy. Like, it's, oh my God, yeah. It's so I made I made five of yeah. them, and I have I have the colored deck boxes, oh, but yeah. then the sleeves on the inside match one of the types. Can you make a and ghost and dragon deck? Well, ghost would be psychic typically. Yeah, so or they, dark. they merge some of the types just so that there's not like twenty different types of cards. Oh. So like, so there's no ghost. Psychic is ghost, but then rather than being weak to. Uh, certain things they'll be weak to like dark or uh-huh. but resistant to fighting kind of thing yeah, whereas okay. a psychic type will just be like weak to psychic which yeah. is like it is ghost. in the game so it's very odd, yeah it's pretty makes, easy to yeah to yeah. figure it out but it's so that they don't have like 50 different kinds of energy because like yeah. they just kind of more amalgamate them into that that so. makes sense um but no so it, it's it's fun and i mean for the most part it wasn't too crazy. It was just a couple of those EX cards were the were trainer. Expensive. The trainer cards are the most. The trainers, expensive. yeah. Although I went to that store in in Oakville and I got some crazy bullshit for twenty five cents. <laughs> yeah, like the place where we go normally, the, the they rate the like how much they'll charge for cards based off how much they're used in like competitive play. So like, if you get like a Professor Sycamore, which is a common card that lets you draw a lot of cards. It's mm-hmm. not a rare card, but they sell it for like six bucks. Because Nothing because, because if you would buy a, use yeah, a lot of people want to use it, and if you would like buy a booster pack, which costs four dollars, you very good chance you could get one in a booster pack, but you might not, and you would spend four dollars, and you might not have it still. So, so if yeah. you just want to get the cards you want, yeah. it ends up yeah, it's it ends up being more expensive potentially, but at the same time, it might not be because if you need multiple of one card, like if you're just looking for for one, then yeah, but but multiples, God, it can get so fucking expensive. Yeah. And the way we built our y'all, decks, y'all crazy. Okay, I can't. Okay. Anyway, I'll I'll leave leave it. It. I, I can't deal with you and your Pokemon cards and your and your spendings of monies. It's it's I, I 
That's I can't get involved. Anyway, I'll just play one of your decks. Yes, because that's, that's great. Because that's, that's literally well, that's why we made decks. so many. Yeah. Yeah. All over yeah. yeah, you y'all have enough decks that I'll just use one of your decks. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's fine. Anyways, yeah. Uh, talk about actual video games I played. Um, yeah, Mewtwo's great. I like Mewtwo. Mewtwo's fun. He's probably my second favorite character right now. Ooh. Who's your favorite? Zelda. Zelda. And then oh, Mewtwo, then yeah, Yoshi just behind him. I really, I really like Yoshi. Really? Yoshi is so good in this. He's stupid. Really? He's like my, he's like the character that I'm good at. Well, relatively. So that's actually a good character in terms of like, if you wanted to play competitively, like he's in the top four. Really? You're yeah. kidding. Yoshi. Yeah. That's interesting. No, she. <laughs> <laughs> so I played that, uh, Smite's, uh, I played more Smite the past couple weeks than I have in a while because they're redoing it. Arena, right? Yes. And Arena's my favorite Again. Mode. Yes. It's going back to day. I can see again. I had a lot of problems with the nighttime arena. It was very dark and I couldn't see things. <laughs> Um, do we know when it's coming out for Xbox? Uh, it's... I, I know that their beta is still going on, and they're still giving away codes, but I don't... I don't know. I want to get in on that. I'll see if I can grab a code at some point. I mean, yeah, I, get me I, one so I can download it. Yeah, one of the things that they've like, added... They've added a clan, like, uh, progression, so you can level up a clan. So I joined one, and it's one of the developers' clans. So I'll see if he drops any. <laughs> Just saying. I'm got. I'm got. Paul. No, I don't. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is right now. Is, yeah, I play a lot that of was Arena. A really, he did like a hair yeah, flipping. He missed a hair like, flip. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I play hair a lot flip. of Arena and Smite, and I want to go in an Arena, and I'm like, okay, I want to play back. I want to play like a mage. I'll play, pick like Isis or Kukulkan, and it's like, okay, so I'll pick Who's my Kukulkan. He's if you remember Al Guang, the dragon with the tornadoes. They made Al Guang into something that's more like actual Chinese Al Guang. And then they redid that old character as Kukulkan, which is sort of Quetzalcoatl from Aztec kind of thing. Okay. So he's like a winged serpent, and he's like... So he has he all of them. his old moves, yeah. basically, and then made... Okay, then I got made, you. Yeah. Um, so I want to play something like that, but then... So I pick the god, but I won't lock in. So I'll wait to see what everyone else picks, in case nobody picks a tank. Spoiler alert, no one ever wants to pick a fucking tank. No. So in every fucking game I go in is Ares. Ares, Ares yeah. is awesome, because yeah. you're not really playing a tank. The way you tank as Ares is you run at them, and you scare the shit out of yeah. them. <laughs> I have like an 80% win rate on him, but at the same time, I'm like, I want, I don't want this you pressure want, yeah. of being the one that's in front. I yeah. want to stand back. You just fucking run up to them, you get enough <laughs> cooldown reduction that you can <laughs> you grab, them all. grab everyone. <laughs> yep. It's really great when you can play with, like, um, Ares and Zeus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just pull everyone together. Zeus or Ares, uh, Hades, and Zeus. Because <laughs> they all have these, like, central AoE, like, um, yeah. ultimates. So if you did them all at once, like, it's everyone just would just be dead. Boom. Because, like, Ares would pull them all together, and then and then Hades would keep them there in his pull thing. And then mm-hmm. Zeus, is, like, shoots Shoot. lightning down on everyone all at once. And then you can get Shanghai and just like stun all of them at once. <laughs> oh my god, can we do this? Yes. Can we like make like this team happen? The, the, the AOE. The AOE team. rape team. Yeah. Until somebody buys beads and then it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, oh, the main game that I play a lot more than anything is uh, Marvel Heroes. Because like I said, I'm on a big comic spree right now. So yeah. What and is... Is Mar- that a mobile game? Uh, no, it's uh, it's sort of like Diablo-esque kind of game, like it's a top-down and you're shooting, killing stuff, but it's an MMO, so like, 
use the term MMO loosely. Well, they, they, they've added in more modes that actually make it more multiplayer oriented. Like, there's Midtown Madness and Industry Patrol where you're actually going with, like, ten people. And there's missions going on and you have to work together. To, so they've actually done more stuff to make it multiplayer. Multiplayer, but not, like... MMO in like, in like, not, like cre- a, not like a WoW or no. like a Rift or no, it's uh, literally just like Diablo with shit tons of people. Yes, it, I love it because they just redid Scarlet Witch, so she's way more fun. And I've been playing Scarlet Witch, but they have an alternate costume for her, which is Wiccan, which is her gay son, and he's like my favorite right now. I have been <laughs> reading so much Young Avengers, guys. It is the most adorable story. So why why is Young Avengers so good? Uh, why is Young Avengers so good? Because yeah. it's got the two gays in it, and they're so cute. And then, that, but then. The newer run, the Marvel Now stuff, they've also added in, like, more characters, and one of them's bi, one of them's a lesbian, and then one is Kate Bishop, and she is just so fucking fierce. She's, like, she's Hawkeye. She's, like, the young Hawkeye. Oh, okay. But she's... Is she related to No, she... Um, no, no. Her name is just Kate Bishop. Okay. Uh, but she's just so sassy, and I love her. (laughs) She's a female Hawkeye. (laughs) Yeah, and in the new... Sorry, I'm gonna talk about comics for a second. And in the new Hawkeye run, which is another one of my favorites, it's Hawkeye and other Hawkeye, and basically... Wait, who's other Hawkeye? Kate. Kate Bishop, and then Clint Barton. Clint Barton's a fucking mess through it all, where Kate, this, like, 18-year-old girl, is like, girl, pick it up. (laughs) Get your shit together. It is so good. And then there's moments where she needs to get her shit together. Sorry, I love... So they're both kind of a hot mess at different times? They're an adorable hot mess together. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's my comics corner where I had to... Now to reading. Now, now reading. reading. <laughs> Too funny. All right, well, we are going to take another break, and we are going to come back with news. Be right back. We are back, everyone, and we are talking about the news, and the first news item is that Heroes of the Storm, finally, I don't know what the fuck they were waiting for, <laughs> has a release date, um, and it's going to be June 2nd, so... That's uh, hot. That's a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's hot. Um, it's coming out in a month from now, June 2nd. I mean, this game has been ready for quite some time. They could have released it a long time ago. Um, the alpha was pretty much ready to go. Like, yeah, it's a blizzard. There was, they weren't ready to show it even until it was pretty damn polished. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, was, the alpha, like, it, it was a done game. Like, I mean, there was some it, balancing yeah. they had to do, but, I some mean... Some art assets, there's, but, yeah, just in general. There's always balancing in a MOBA. Like, MOBA League works. of Legends comes out with new patches and rebalances everything all the time, constantly. So that's why I was like, well, what are you waiting for? The game's never going to be done. done. <laughs> you're going to come out with new characters and you're going to come out with, well, not new items, because, like, they don't have items, but... You'll, yeah, but you'll still have to rebalance You still have to shit. rebalance things when you come out with things. So yeah. I guess maybe that's why they're now just like, okay, fine, we'll just fucking make it official, and then we can start making money, because... Not everyone has access to the game. 
Um, That's our poor friend Andre. I know. He was trying to play it, and then, like... He's like, oh, I could buy the $40 Founders Pack. I'm like, no, no don't. don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. granted, though, what you do get with it is, a lot. is a lot, and it is worth it, but if you don't know that you're going to like the game... Yeah. He had never played a MOBA, too. Right. So, so if like, you've never played a MOBA, that's a lot to commit. And, and also, going into this, like, he was spending the past, like, ten minutes before this complaining about it, saying, I don't know why you guys would want to play it. I'm looking at this, and none of it looks interesting. He's yeah. Like, By the way, that's Kerrigan. And he's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, was, but if you are, like, a MOBA fan, like... For what you get for forty dollars, you do get a lot. Yeah. So it is worth it. Um, but anyways, um, speaking of things getting release dates, Mighty Number no. Nine did get a release date. However, it was pushed back. Oof. That well, was that was so obvious because it was like that. Like they said back in February, something like spring. Yeah. Right? And then when it was like late April, I was like, okay, so clearly we're just gonna. Yeah. Get, but I've also like not. Like, I'm still excited to play the game, but I've not cared about when it gets released. Yeah, I'm like, like, it's gonna oh, come. One day I'll just get a download code. Yeah. I've already paid for it. Yeah. It's just, like, free stuff. Exactly. So, it, yeah, it was supposed to come out spring 2015, which was the original time when they said that it was gonna come out when they did this Kickstarter. Um, but uh, it's being pushed back, and the reason being is because they, get, they got a partnership with... Deep Silver. Yeah. Oh. Which is doing... They the are the translations or something? Well, yeah, they're doing some extra translations, but they're they're partnering with the publisher. And Deep Silver, if I recall, is the publisher of Saints Row. Yeah, they're um, the ones who bought it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they partnered with them. So now there's going to be an actual physical release of on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Cool. there's going to be a physical release. The physical release is going to have an extra extra DLC and an extra character or something. Um, the physical release will be just the game, but they are also, as a result of partnering with the publisher, they're going to have uh, an extra DLC um, and an extra character, and all Kickstarter backers get that DLC yeah. for free. And but the people it, who buy the physical copy. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. It'll come included in it, but at a different price. Ah, yes. Like, it'll be a higher price. If you Kickstarted it, like, and you paid your... Yeah, you paid your 15 15 or whatever, or whatever you just get 20, it. 15 20 yeah. You just get it included. So, that's really good. I mean, if it's delayed, meh. I mean, I don't really... It's, yeah. Delay it as long as you need to because you know what? The way things have been trending lately, delay it. Take take yeah. your time. Take girl. your time, make the game, make it good, and you know don't rush it. I just find it very weird that it launches with DLC. I just want to be like, uh just should it just be called extra content uh, instead yeah, of DLC? Like, as Nintendo is calling their stuff add on content. Yeah. You know? I think it's just you know, Semantic. one yeah, one of the. But still, it's, it's, it's so the, weird to me that you'd be like, "Oh, here's your launch day DLC." Like, yeah, it's not fucking out. It's just a part of the game. It's just Especially there now. If we all get it for free. Yeah, and if you, yeah, basically everyone's getting it for free because you either backed the game or you're gonna buy the physical copy. Or so I, I guess, guess you could download like it. But free expansion. I guess. And it, but 3DS and Vita are, are for later. Those still aren't. Uh, oh, those aren't coming out right away? On the same day, no. Oh, wait, isn't it like a couple days or like a no, week later? No, so it's like um, September 15th in North America, September 18th in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then 3DS and Vita at a later date. Oh. Yeah, Probably wanted... like November. All right, I guess I'm getting it on Wii U then. Fine. Whatever. I was kind of wanting to get it on 3DS so it could be like on the go. Because mm-hmm. I... Yeah. 
because like uh, what's it called Azure Striker is yeah. mobile too, and that's fun. Um, but yeah, so anyway. Um, speaking of Kickstarters, so the Banjo-Kazooie creators, um, are getting on the bandwagon of spiritual successors of games that don't look like their originals, but it's pretty much the original game. So they're coming out, they're uh, put up a Kickstarter for, uh, ukulele, um, and it was funded in 40 minutes. Like, it was funded before I even figured out about it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I didn't even know there was a Kickstarter, and then I just heard about the Kickstarter and yeah. it's funded and then it like is yeah. now beyond stretch goals. Yeah, I had a friend who went in, looked at it, was like, oh, I'll check out the music, just listen to the music and then by the time music was done, yeah, funded. Funded. No, I know, it's crazy. So, if this was to, like, it's gonna be up for another, what, 20-something days? 44. 44 days. So, this is gonna make way more money because other people are gonna hear about it and they're gonna they're gonna fund it. Yeah, and then that final day, there's always a spike. There's always a spike. So, um, so they are currently over one point two million pounds, not dollars, British pounds, mm-hmm. um, which um, equates to roughly like at this point they're probably at about in terms of if it's converting to U.S. dollars, about one point nine million, maybe two million dollars. Right to Canadian dollars, it would be about like two point. Five? No, two point like two okay. million dollars. So uh, the, a lot, a lot. Yeah, like there, there, there's a chance. The only thing is, is that with their stretch goals, they've now kind of from the way the tone was because I backed it. Um, mm-hmm. The way the tone was in the most recent email, they basically said we're not going to do any more stretch goals. They had a whole ton up to now one point five million, where they said we're going to do extra orchestral stuff. That, but after that, they said like. Any extra money we make on, from this is just going to go to making sure it's, like, polished, polished, polished. Which, to me, is, like, a little... That doesn't make good business sense. If you... Because, th- like, okay, your thing gets funded, like, super fast. It's up for another 44 days, and you're telling people, we're not going to do anything extra if you give us more money. Well, they did do... They <laughs> did say they would do all of this extra stuff. Like, the first... There was, like, yeah, nine but they've, or ten... But they've been hit already. Stretchable. Oh, yeah, they've been hit, so, and then some, so... It, I know, okay, comparing it to Mighty Number no. 9, mm-hmm. with Mighty Number no. 9, they had stretch goals, and then they kept passing them, so they kept making more and more stretch goals, and then they kept, yeah. they just kept getting met well, and met and met, so, uh, I mean, because this, this do you is, not like money? Like, because <laughs> you got 44 more days in this race, like, yeah. you could make a killing. Well, because here's what they said. So first, a disclaimer. We've attentively followed your feedback since the Kickstarter launch, and we're acutely aware of the concerns surrounding Kickstarter bloat. Backers can be assured that the Playtonic team, which is the name of the developers, Mm -hmm. uh, is comprised of vastly experienced game developers, and we've carefully planned our stretch feature pledges to ensure that won't negatively impact on the creation of the game. Um... These are very much dream extras that with additional budget we'll be able to add to the ukulele package with minimal disruption to our core work, which are all of the stretch goals that have already been hit. And then they said, um, our next stretch goal will allow us to budget an orchestral score and time for our composers to record their music in an ideal environment. Any extra money we raise will, of course, go towards improving and polishing the game. Um... And then they only listed, what, sorry? Having a full orchestra and then actually, like, renting out a place to have that recorded, that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but that's, that is at 1.5 million pounds, and the stretch goal before that is 1.2 million pounds. So, so I get that, but then they, 
don't you feel like that statement that says any extra money we raise will go towards improving and polishing the game? It makes it sound like this is the last stretch goal. So mm-hmm. if they make anything beyond $1.5 million, they're using it for polish, but they won't. won't they're not anything. adding any more stretch goals. They won't, they won't I, add. I love that because <laughs> what we've seen with others, like some of these uh, Kickstarter games that they get all this bloat and then they keep promising things and they're like, oh, we can't yeah, do it. Well, and so it's smart that they're addressing Kickstarter bloat because that certainly happens yeah. where, like, I, I really hope that because some of the, the physical rewards for this are super cool. Like, there's a 64-bit edition where you get an N64 cart of the game, but it's not obviously a working card, but inside is a flash drive, a 64 gigabyte flash drive Ah. with the game on it. So you'll have this card that comes in an N64 box for ukulele. It's all so cool, but it's like 300 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's super expensive, but um, I think what they need to make sure they do, again, with Kickstarter bloat is you have all of these rewards that you need to fill that are separate from the actual delivery of the game. You need someone who is like your Kickstarter liaison, who is writing all of these updates to the community, who is documenting it because you are required to document it and to also get all of the rewards out. So, yeah. Yeah. That's very So, true. and that's, that's a thing that a lot of developers don't consider. Exactly. Um, that's one of the problems with Kickstarter games is a bunch of developers. They don't mm-hmm. have any marketing or sales people to actually <laughs> business people. They're, they need, like, for all that we hate them sometimes, mm-hmm. and God damn it, do we ever. They're needed. Necessary evil so that the developers can develop rather yeah. than worrying about emailing Jimmy who's pissed off because he put in the wrong dollar sign. Yeah, no, exactly. And and so, I mean, it's very smart of them, but um, uh, Anthony on, on Nintendo Love Fest again was saying about how he listened to a podcast from US Gamer about Kickstarter-like development and how so many times the developers get their math horridly wrong mm-hmm. on these things where they drastic they'll still put in a high number of what they need but they've drastically under budgeted wow so that's the one thing is like if their initial funding goal was only 175,000 pounds you're now playing with well over like 12 times like that number you're at like 1.3 million pounds mm-hmm. and you wanted 175,000 which that seems like, like a that very seems so low, low. So then, so like, maybe when, that sounds like some no, horrid math. I know, but it's just crazy, like because there were all of these like either along the way. But I, I don't it's like weird. Like either they already had yeah some of the game in development and just needed a bit more money, or horrid math. I think it's probably the first one, but. It's still very weird to me that now you have 12 times the amount, and of course they have other big stretch goals to deliver. They're adding local co-op, they're adding uh, like other different orchestral scores, like where they had composers doing certain things, and, and um, like that sort of a thing that they were adding, and then simultaneous day one release for Wii U, which is awesome that it's coming to Wii U, PS4, Xbox One, like having all of that is really great, but, but like... I still get so confused as to... The math behind it? Yeah. If the initial funding goal to make the game was there, then... Well, I would hope that they have, like, some business person oh, there that... Oh, they totally do. Right, so... I mean, There's some logic behind it. There I must guess. be. I mean, they must know what they're doing. I mean, it's... it's I, again, I relate it to Mighty Number no. 9, right? That's, like... I can't... I don't know of any other ones that were, like... Kickstarters that had like such well-known developers. Um, I mean, there's the double fine yeah. stuff, right? Tim Schafer's well-known, but um, 
Tim Schafer himself is well known, and some of his games have more cult followings. But like Mega Man, people know Mega Man. Banjo Kazooie, people know Banjo Kazooie. Like if you tell people like um, uh, Psychonauts or um, Brutal Brutal Legend or, or Grim Fandango, like people might have heard of it, but. The people who have heard of it love it bits, but not yeah, not yeah. as a so wide it is, it appeal is, as it is. Yeah, exactly as you're saying, a little bit of a different playing yep. field. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so the trend, uh, and speaking of trends, so we have the trends of you know developers now leaving and doing their own kickstarters, which uh, you know what, some developers I'm okay with. I don't want to see like. Kojima, like <laughs> doing a Kickstarter for some game. I, just I think that, that would break so my heart. I was, just think that yeah. would break my heart to see like him end up like doing that. Not to say that it's okay for Inafume to do it, and because it still breaks my heart that he had to go that route in order yeah. to make that game, and that Capcom can just be like, you know what, you created this character here, take it, because clearly we're not doing anything with yeah. it, but. It just would break my heart to see something like that happen. But anyway, um, in the other trend uh, we have of games being remade, and, and, and in my opinion, some of them being remade way before it's necessary to be even thinking of a remake. Yeah. And the next one is Gears of War. Um, Gears of War came out on Xbox 360, right? That's when the first one came out. Yeah, it was There wasn't early. an Xbox one. No, but no. it was early. It was, it was early. Like, yeah. Okay, that doesn't give it a, a so pass. So it's been like, like 10 years. It's been like 10 years. I don't... I don't qualify that as time to remake a game. Because, I, I, because by that by that theory... Didn't um, also Mass Effect come out at the same time? Would you want to see a Mass Effect remake? I want to see a Mass Effect one remake. I, that's actually, this is why I say both of these games. They were in that sort of very, like, not the beginning, beginning of the 360, but it was well before developers were able to fully, like, optimize that the system. Mm-hmm. So like. both, both Mass Effect and Gears of War 1 do have some... Not to overuse the word, but some janky-ass shit. Yeah. Like, Mass Effect 1 had this thing where, like, if you would land on a planet on the Mako, you would start driving, and it was just, like, this, like, Play-Doh texture, and then after, like, a minute, it would finally load the, like, high-res version. So it it had those issues. I get get why you mean it, but I think that it's just there's this one weird spot in the Xbox 360's lifespan that there are a few other games in there. Uh, Halo uh, 3. What? Yeah, 3? 3 was was the one that came out at the very beginning. Yeah, that were just in this weird spot where it was like doesn't look as good as it as the games that were just two years later. Yeah. So there was just this weird jump, but it, say if they did like a, okay, let's redo Gears of War 2 immediately after, or patch to the game, that's where I'm like, okay, Gears of War 2 still... Yeah, like, I don't know, I just, yeah. I don't feel it's time to start remaking Gears of War, because what, they were only on three Gears of War games now, right? Well, there's been, wasn't there like a Gears of War Judgment or something? Wasn't there like a side, oh, yeah. a side off, like a year or two ago? Yeah, I've never cared about that these games, though. So, like, don't get me wrong. Gears of War is a good series, and and you know, I, I have no ill will against Gears of War. I, I it I, it was very popular 
um, like when it first came out because yeah. it was like, oh my god, you could like chainsaw someone's face off with your gun. Oh my god, it was like yeah. super like I, awesome. it was like super cool at the time, yeah. right? Like that was like its claim to fame. And now, now every, it's so everything has a chainsaw. Now, yeah, like Gears it's of War. So yeah, Gears of War really, or you know, kind of created that niche right there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mean, think I want to see it remade right now. I, I'm indifferent because I've never really like cared about this series, but I can see both arguments for it. Um, yeah. The the funny thing to me is like I remember when uh, at One Up there was uh, like one of the April Fool's pranks, pranks they tried to play on on one of the employees. There was um, a DS version of Gears of War <laughs> called Geards. Of war, where it's like gear DS of war, <laughs> and I always thought that was so funny. So I would just love. They're like, yeah, we're remaking Gears of War for the DS. Oh my God, <laughs> Gears of War. <laughs> like, I, in my opinion, I don't think anything that was that came out last generation should be remade. If it came out on PS3 or Xbox 360, it's not time to remake it. Nice. Go ahead and remake all the PS2, Xbox, and and GameCube games you want to remake. Like, fine, go to town. I, like, except with the exception of uh, Twilight Princess. And the reason I say Twilight Princess is because they've already remade too many Zelda games. If they had made remade Twilight Princess first, I would have been like, yes, remake that instead of Wind Waker. Oh, Wind Waker is so good. It was good, but... Sorry, if they that had, was really quiet. I'm not sure if that picked that They up. should have yeah. done it. Instead of it, just pick one. You get, yeah. You get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel, I feel, though, that um, Twilight Princess would have benefited more from a HD updo True. than Wind Waker, because of the art style of Wind yeah. Waker. Still you don't, held up. You don't really there. quite yeah. get that, ooh, HD, as you would have if yes. they did it with Twilight Princess. That's a good... Yeah. But anyways, like... Bloom. No, no. Doom. No, bloom lighting. Like, you know when it all looks fun? Like, that's... Oh, that yellowy, like... Yeah, yeah. whenever anything... Yeah, that's... Oh, I thought you said gloom. Doom. (laughs) Yeah, okay, calm down. Anyways. Um, But yeah. that is Twilight Princess. Yes. Okay, anyways. Anyways, so, yeah, Gears of War getting a remake. I... Yeah, I don't agree with it. um, But it's a trend. It's happening now. And we'll, we'll see if it sells. I mean, people will probably buy it. Meh, whatever. Anyways, um, this one I find really interesting. So we've talked about Halo Master Chief Collection and like its woes in terms of like the online. Well, I didn't hear about it for a while because I just assumed that the you know everything was all honky dory and they'd moved on. Well, no, there was going to be a tournament for the game and they had to cancel it because the game is still broken, still broken. Okay, the only reason I find this, like, such a huge deal, it's been out for that long, and it's Microsoft. Like, this is, like, a Microsoft game. re-release of Halo. How do you fuck it up? Like, this is, like, your pinnacle online game coming from one of, like, the top, like, giantest companies that should be able to, like, like, they were the ones who basically pioneered online on consoles. Why can't you get this game working now six months down the road? I mean, if they don't get this shit together, hello, Halo 5 is supposed to be coming out <laughs> on October, what, 26, I think it was? Yeah, that's it. Girl, like, <laughs> you gotta pick it up. It, like, if Halo 5 has all these online issues, like, 
it's gonna it's gonna reflect very negatively if they do not. Well, that's why people play Halo. Yeah, that's like the only reason people play well most first person shooters is to uh, play online and shoot other people. Which is why I find it funny that uh, Black Ops announced, like, oh, we're going to have online uh, co-op for our single player. I'm like, girl, nobody plays your single player. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, I okay, always if there was it. any way to get them to play single player, it's to be... no longer make it single player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, this is so funny. It's like, girl, nobody plays campaign. Yeah. Nobody cares about it. People... Yeah, okay, I fine. Do. You just do. me, but I won't even buy it. So. Yeah, I mean the market of people that generally play Call of Duty games. They turn it on and they go straight to online. They don't even touch campaign. The problem with the campaign is that you're not okay. Here, excuse me for a moment because I, I the beginning of Call of Duty had great story. Now the story is just, okay, I'm going to follow some other NPC around as he tells me what to do, and he tells me to look at this set piece and see this building blow up, and then, oh, now we got to go into this tunnel so that we can look at these amazing lighting effects, mm-hmm. and then he's going to tell me to get behind this door while he goes yeah. and gets shot, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You're not playing a game, you're just being you guided around. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm back. It's true, though. No, I played, um, what was it, Black Ops 1? Whichever one came out for... The Wii U when it first came out. I think mm. that was I think that was Black Ops. 1. I don't remember, but okay. I think it was Black Ops. Okay. And I was playing the story mode for that. First of all, it was a little too dark for me. I just couldn't handle all that. Like it, it was a little too much for me. Okay. Yeah. And but yeah, it was very much like there was a there was an NPC that you were following around, and you were like you know the like trainee or whatever, yeah. and you had to like follow him around and get behind this box, and he tell you to go over here and do this and. The, it was too much for me. I couldn't handle it. But anyway. Um, so yeah, Halo Tournament was cancelled because the game is still broken. So Lol. Microsoft, get your shit together or Halo 5 will not be as exciting or not exciting. Not as uh, popular as you're expecting it to be. Because they're expecting it to be like a tournament type of mm-hmm. like esports yeah, game. Esports gash. Right, exactly. So it, anyway. Final Fantasy Dissidia um, is going to be coming to the arcades in Japan, and I there was some like video footage of it, and it looks super amazing. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dissidia was a game that was on PSP, right? So there was two Dissidia games on PSP. There was Dissidia, and then Dissidia Duo Decent. Okay, um, both on PSP. Yeah. So those games. This one is in partnership with Koei Tecmo, and which is funny because I watched the video footage before looking at that, and I was watching the video and like just like the music and the style of the game I was like this is so Dynasty Warriors and then I saw that it was in partnership with Koei Tech and I was like oh, oh. okay but yeah the, when you look at the the footage um, and just like the style and like the UI and stuff like it had a very Dynasty Warriors mm-hmm. feel to it um, so but it, 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 it's, it's super awesome like you get to play as um, past Final Fantasy characters in this mixed arena and fight each other and and stuff like that. But it's it's being developed on like PS4. Uh, it's being developed for arcades, but for, it's on a PS4 right. in an arcade yeah, machine. Exactly, which basically tells you it's coming to PS4. Right, but will it come to the US? We don't know. 
They probably think so. I think they're starved the other, the other for Final Fantasy. Did, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, both of them did. Yeah. So like, and after the Type Zero HD thing, you know that what they'll do to do this is a second demo for Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah. Because that's still like light years yeah, away. Yeah, that's not coming like, out for a while. They'll probably do that, and it makes sense. It makes sense for them to release this here because I think people. Want love it. the fact that it looks so good. Yeah. And they want it. And, um, yeah, it's Square could use the Final Fantasy money, so. Yes, girl. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if it's one thing that they're doing, they're still doing well, with the exception of 13, is Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, we'll hopefully see that. Um, so, a Ubisoft employee accidentally announced that Watch Dogs 2 um, is coming out, which how did surprising exactly zero people. Yeah, exactly, but how did he do it? Like, Oh, I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember from the article, but basically he, like, let it out. Oops. Maybe he was discussing it with, like, a news article, like, a news team or something, and, like, let it slip or whatever. But this isn't really surprising news to anyone. Like, obviously they were making another Watch Dogs. The first one did sell really well. And it it was a good game. Okay. Our very own James Law purchased it last year. James bought Watch Dogs. He bought Watch Dogs after uh, going to Toys R Us and wanting to get Mario Party then not buying it. Yeah, and, then and get Watch Dogs instead. Watch Dogs instead. Yeah. And apparently it was 22 gigabytes to download that shit. I'm not surprised. It's a huge game. Huge. It is a huge game. Yeah. Like, there's a lot... There's a lot in the game. There's a lot of people that you interact with, and, like, you're all over Chicago, right? So the game, like, you know, yeah. is all constantly loading and everything. But the, the concept for the game is, is... Like, the foundation is so great... The story was just should absolute. Should be an eight-hour game. The story was just poo, like absolute poo. It should have had a Hearthstone. Yeah, I was so about to say. Yeah, it should. It sounds like it goes along with Hearthstone on mobile. <laughs> no, it did have a mobile. Good. It did have a mobile. Um, <laughs> did it online portion? Yeah. So there was an online portion of the game where you, if you could battle someone online, Don't. who's in the game. And they would be um, Aiden, and you'd be in a car, and you're trying yeah. to escape the helicopter. Right, yeah. And the person online on their phone would just basically be, like, setting up, like, blocks and stuff to try and stop you on their cell phone. And then you would have to try and dodge them and, like, use their hacking abilities to shut down or do blackouts or whatever to, like, get out of the way. So much of the game is so much fun. Like, the hacking yeah. abilities and stuff you can do. Like... I mean, some of the missions that you can do, you can do them without killing a, a single mm-hmm. person. Cool. If you, like, the way they, they're set up, like, they have things that you can hack that will, um, like, cause alerts to happen and cause, like, people to, like, gather in one area. And then there's, like, a something that you can explode. So you make them all gather in one area and then explode it and wow. you've killed no one. So, um, guys, do you remember when this game came out on Wii U? Do you think the second one's coming out? I'm kidding. The second one's not coming out on Wii U. Like, the only reason it came out on Wii U was because they promised it would, and they and they I, already they had it in developed. They grudgingly, like, yeah. released that the was, whole time. You they know like, they would have canceled it if uh, they could have. Yeah. They would have canceled it if they could have, but, like, it was already in development. They promised it was going to come out, and it, it, I just forgot that this game came out on Wii U. Though <laughs> it's everyone so funny forgot to me. it came out on Wii U. It's twenty nine ninety nine now. 
it's already oh, like bargain bin realness. Like no, it'll be bargain bin realness when it's six ninety. But it's not even a year, and it's already. Oh God, yeah. It's not even a year, and it's twenty nine ninety nine. You know what I still want to pick up on Wii U is Mass Effect Three. Um, do you want to borrow it? Oh, you have it? <laughs> yeah, oh, I bought cute. it from Best Buy for $5. Oh, if you find it for $5, Oh, I no, they do don't have it anymore. They cleared it all out. There was clearance. So, it was $10 regular price on clearance, then on staff. It was $5 after tax. After tax? After tax. Girl, what kind it was of $2.99 like, realness was this? It was clearance employee pricing realness. That's oh, what here's it was. Mass Effect for $3.49. It was something like that. It was dirt cheap. So I was like, how can I not buy this game, right? Yeah. So I just, I'm even though, you know what? Somewhere for $9. Even though, I legitimately, I will probably never play it because I am still waiting for yeah. that Xbox. But it's whole so package nice release. that I, I just think that it's cute that it existed for Wii. Which, for the record, this now means that. <laughs> This means that I now own Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, not played any of them. I own and Mass Effect... you won't Effect. play any of the ones that you already own. So, you're okay, so buy them again. Listen, listen to and this. And we make fun of him for doing Hold on, that. listen to this. Listen to this. I bought Mass Effect 1 on uh, Xbox yeah. when it first came out and played it and hated it and then traded it because I was like, this is too slow for me. I can't handle it. So I bought Mass Effect 1 and then I, it was on sale for a Steam sale, Mass Effect 1 and 2 for like $10. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll buy it. And then I started playing it again. I was like, yeah, it's still too slow. I, I hate it. And then I never touched it again. So I bought Mass Effect 1 twice. I own Mass Effect 2. Now I own Mass Effect 3. Not played any of them. And then I will buy it again when it comes out eventually because I just it's gonna just happen force your way through the first or just 12 hours no no do not <laughs> skip it <laughs> I have I have a video online that goes through all the story is it really yeah it's long you've gotta sit through it all but you how can how long sit, is it eh, it's the I can't remember. I think it took most of the cutscenes. Like so an hour? It's an hour oh. or two, so you could just have that on and do your other shit. An hour oh, or okay. two? An hour or two? No. No. <laughs> no. Look, I just want him to play the damn game. Me too, but and play the damn game! It's clear that Mass Effect 1 isn't working for him. It's Mass Effect 1 is not working for me. And I don't blame him. Force I your way through game. it. I'm just trying! Take a, just take a deep breath. Well, he has just, bought it twice. He has tried. Clench, tried. take a deep breath, and then just, like, get it over with. <laughs> Jesus. All right, next. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, um, what were we originally talking about? Watch Dogs 2. Takes you everywhere. Anyways, that should be their slogan for that system. Wii U. It takes you everywhere. Anyways, so yeah, Watch Dogs Two. I would. I'm really looking forward to it coming out. Um, it, I could see it coming out next year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't well, know if, if they if Ubisoft really wants to stick true to their name, they could just release it this year, half done. So. True. Yeah. Just <laughs> just put it out, reskin, patch it, Creed. patch it six months later, and then yeah. be like, okay, now it's done. Yep. Half baked lasagna. Uh, da, 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 da. Anyway, <laughs> undercooked and oversalted. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Story of my life. So uh, we did talk about this, though. The Villar, um, villager amiibo is getting a reprint, um, and uh, yeah, so they're redoing the hair for the villager. Okay, it's not really like I saw. Oh, I finally Christ. looked up the the picture. First off, the new one is some. 
busted ass like face. Like, <laughs> well, I said it was different, but like the hair is just a it's different. It's a slightly darker color, but the hair is the same. It's it's the it's eyes. Still, the no, eyes. but the hair is different from the original. Yeah, darker. It's darker and like it. Yeah, it's just the eyes are lower and closer together, and like the mouth is weird. Okay, but the point I'm trying to make is it's different. Yeah, than I mean, the original. They full blown released one that just looks stupid compared. The original one looks way better. Like they've printed like. Okay, so when original Marth Amiibos came out, there were... A, people talked about how there were essentially three different types of Marths. So there were Marths, which, like, had uh, uh, the face when it was painted on still looked good. Mm-hmm. The sword was straight. Then there were uh, Mirths, which were Marths with, like, derpy-looking faces, <laughs> but they still had a straight sword. Okay. And then there were Murphs. Which were Marths with derpy faces, and their swords were like half bent. And is so, this is this amongst the online amiibo community? Yeah, amiibo <laughs> so it'll be like, oh, look at <laughs> no, I, I'm in a different area. I'm in a different place right now. So, like, you know, so you had like Marth. So I have a Marth, like okay. a full like face is good, sword is straight, right? Then there's Murph. Or Mirth, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, uh, and then Mirth. So there's Villager, and now I posit Villager as like the new one because this face is so stupid. <laughs> the point, anyway, being that if you do, like I said, have an original Villager. Oh it's my god, be the worth... difference is the nose on the original is actually a piece of plastic that's mm-hmm. coming out, and it's painted on on the new one. Yeah, so there's there's differences. Um, anyway, so um, as as to no surprise to anyone. Um, Amiibo has surpassed Nintendo's expectations in a, a news article that they uh, had stated. It's clear it passed their expectations. Yeah. They can't fucking make anything. And I mean, Amiibos came back and punched them in the fucking face. To be fair, um, none of us expected Amiibos no. to sell this well. So, so dumb. So we can't really be mad at Nintendo for them being in short supply. And one of the things I really want to emphasize to people that I think may not be quite aware of this, not working in retail. Um, Nintendo doesn't get the shelf space that other mm-hmm. uh, companies do. Mm-hmm. If if Sony had come out with an Amiibo line of some sort, like Best Buy would open up a whole aisle, or and so would GameSpot and the whole nine yards. Yep. Nintendo doesn't get that yeah. privilege, so when they... Trust me, if they, if they could send, like... 20 villagers and 20 peaches and 20 everything yeah. to stores, they would. Yeah. But because of that struggle they have of stores, they don't, like, they just don't stock their stuff as much in quantity as other products. The one thing that has been good in the last couple of months is you've noticed as there's a little more variety now in a store. Like, when you go to a Toys R Us now... Like, you might not... I've still never seen a DDD in store. I've never seen a Captain Falcon in store. I've never seen a Pit in store. I've never seen any of those. But, like, you can find a Sheik in store now. You can find Toon Link. You can find both types of Bowser. You can find Sonic. Like, you know, there is at least a little variety. Because, like, around Christmas and all through January, there was, like, this horrible period of, like... We All call peach. them the dark days. Yeah, yeah exactly. But the, but the reason you're seeing so that improvement stupid. now is because Nintendo is able to now show that there is a demand for their products. Yeah. 
prior to Amiibos coming out, like they couldn't, they don't, they don't get to ship as many Wii U's and and 3DS's to stores as they would like to. They yeah. just don't. You go into a GameStop and you you see it for yourself. The store is like. Forty percent of PS4, and then another thirty percent of like is Xbox, and, and then, then like ten percent is Mad Cat's accessories. <laughs> yeah, even like, Mad Cat's is getting a fucking section, and then Nintendo gets like you know a small portion of the store. Yeah. Oh, and then let's also forget that like another fifteen percent is like mobile devices, and then five percent is Nintendo. Yeah, it's slightly more, but still. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the point I'm trying to make is like they just don't get as much retail space. So yeah. when they were making these amiibos. Yeah, I'm sure maybe they thought, yeah, we would love to send more, but... There ain't nowhere to send them. There's nowhere to send them to, for one. And number two, they they don't want to over-make too many of them. Because who thought that these things were going to just, like, be hotcakes flying off the shelves? No one did. I think the one thing... Everyone was saying how stupid they were. Mm -hmm. And there's no functionality and and whatnot. So obviously they were hearing these things and they were like, okay, well, we're not going to, like... Yeah. I mean, the one thing um, we'll see because the new wave, well, there's two waves coming out on the same day. On May 29th, there's wave four of Smash and the Splatoon Amiibos coming out that day. The one thing I'm curious to see is what the stock is going to be like from that new wave. Mm -hmm. Because in every wave, there's usually been two types of Amiibo that you can still find after launch day and if you didn't pre-order it. In the last wave, it was uh, Bowser and Toon Link, right? Yes. So I guess we'll see what happens um, with this with new one. This new one because this new one would have been made well after all the well after like it's been out in Europe for like a week and a bit at this point. So they've added an extra month of development or, or production time for the Smash Amiibos, and then all of the Splatoon ones come out that day. Right, but those didn't sell out instantly. The Splatoon ones, so. I guess we'll, no, the game's not out it's yet. It's not out yet, but, I mean, we'll see. It, I, I'm just curious to see how, if they've so wait, finally the, been able to meet demand. Are the Splatoon amiibos coming out before the game? No, on the same day. The, oh, okay. the game, all at, like, it's a fucking expensive day. Because I have, to buy, day. I have to buy six Smash amiibos, three Splatoon amiibos, and then possibly Splatoon the game that day, too. I might even hold off on well, buying so wait, the game wait, that day. You're buying... The Splatoon Amiibos before you actually commit to buying the game? Well, no. Girl. I'm buying it because... Girl, you understand how that don't make sense. But, hold on. If you're, has... No, no, no. If you're going to buy the Splatoon Amiibos, you have to buy the game. Or don't buy the Splatoon Amiibos. But no. it's the three-pack that's hard to find. And but you I don't might... even know if you like the game yet. Yeah, so I won't open it. I just pre-ordered it. I don't get charged until it ships. Okay, so... all right. Ugh. Girl, you have an addiction. <laughs> I might not do the Splatoon ones. I need to. I've been trying to like. Look, you can do the Splatoon ones. Off. You can do the Splatoon ones. But buy the fucking. But game. buy the fucking game. <laughs> yes, like I know, I know, I get it. Like, come on. I I can get the Nintendo ones because you can still like the Nintendo characters and maybe not necessarily be totally into Smash Brothers. But with Splatoon being like a completely new game and whatnot, like. I don't know. So I'm still very on the fence about the Splatoon one. So what I'm going to do is, I, I since they were expensive enough, I got free shipping on them. Mm-hmm. It's from BestBuy.ca. Um, so I might still have it shipped to me, and then I'll just keep them boxed for a couple weeks, hear what the implementation is like, how people like them, and then decide if I keep it or not. Fair enough. But the thing was, you I wanted to pre-order it. You can return I, it. I, I wanted to pre-order it while it was still available, though, because, like, I couldn't believe that it You're was... addicted. You are so addicted. 
Girl, they could they could say we're uh, releasing a poo amiibo, and you'd be like, pre-order. <laughs> but it, would it be like? Would it be like? An emoji poop? Or would it like be like an, an actual no, piece of shit? No, emoji poop. Okay. Like, so then, obviously, the Nintendo's not going to sell, like, poo. I mean, like... If they could, the, and it would make money. Yeah. Let's be real. But yeah, I just meant, like... They We're would selling uh, uh, Miyamoto's poop oh, in an no, amiibo form. Stop. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, Splatoon Wii U bundle is coming um, on launch day for Splatoon. So, it's going to be bundled in with Wii U and Nintendo Land. Um... I think it's kind of funny that they still, like, push Nintendo Land as, like, the... Whatever. I think that Nintendo Land, they should release, like, a second one a la NES Remix and have With Amiibo support. support. Yes! Like... Yeah. So you could play as all the different Amiibos instead of, like, your me. Like, they, I can be... I can yeah. be chic in the little Mario chasing game or whatever. Yeah. Like... I, I, Nintendo Land deserves another chance, I think. I agree, totally. Like, well, there was Nintendo a lot of... Nintendo just released that Amiibo tap game this week, mm-hmm. which is basically like you tap your Amiibo on the thing and you get three minutes of uh, one oh of your classic Oh my god, I have to try games. that, because I have five Amiibos now. So, but it's basically the masterpieces section from yeah. Smash Brothers, but now you need Amiibo to do it. But you don't need to have Smash. And the thing is free, but you need to pay for Amiibo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just wish that they would make new little mini-games that then you could use. Like, just reskin. Like, so I... I tapped my Rosalina amiibo and I gotta play Kirby's Adventure. It's just a random game. Mm-hmm. I would like if you tap your Rosalina amiibo and you play Kirby's Adventure, except instead of Kirby, it's Rosalina. Except Rosalina's jaw just unhinges and that's sucks too, enemies in. That's like, too much work. That'd be so fun, though. It would be fun, but too much work. Like, think about it. Like, Get it together. It's not hard. <laughs> it's a lot of work, given how many amiibos they have. Like, if they were to do that for, like, all the amiibos, like, have, like, different little... Like Mega Man and no one said they had to release fifty. No, they did not. Very true. But also, there's a Splatoon Nintendo Direct that comes out this Thursday, May seventh. So I guess they'll just move the veil off of the game and like talk about everything and like you know maybe they'll do like a Smash thing, like forty things about like Splatoon and like just show you everything about the game. They're really, really like pushing this game. Yeah. Like, considering what it originally was as just, like, a concept that some young Nintendo developers had, and and they're really, like, it's being They pushed. must see promise in it. Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't promote it like this if they weren't super confident in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, because even Hyrule Warriors didn't get... Did it get a dedicated direct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A dedicated did direct? Did it? Did it? I thought it did. I feel like it did. It was in enough for them that... I feel like it was in multiple different ones, but it didn't get a dedicated... Like, we are going to talk about Hyrule Warriors. I feel like almost all of Nintendo's, like, big releases have gotten... There's also nothing else to talk about. Yeah, that too, right? Like, I'm pretty sure Hyrule Warriors did, Bayonetta did, Wonderful 101 did. Like, Bayonetta? Yeah. Oh my god. Bayonetta got one. Like, so... I... I'm pretty sure Hyrule Warriors got one. I'm pretty sure it did. I, I can't remember now. Anyways, that concludes this week's episode. On um, a video very game flat note of, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, We're done. Goodbye. Because we have to go see Avengers. <laughs> so we got to go. And uh, as per usual, be sure to check out 
our Facebook page and our Twitter. Um, you can catch up some on our, our old video content on our YouTube page. Um, oh, and like, so I've never mentioned this before, but we didn't realize that we actually did have reviews for <laughs> iTunes. So the, we were just too stupid to change the country. Yeah. So apparently you have to change the country to see the reviews and we're in Canada and no one listens to our podcast in Canada. There's nobody so no one reviewed it in Canada, but in the U S a whole bunch of you listen and there's reviews on there. So thank you very much. And if you want to go add more, we'll actually see it now because we know how to change the country. And go look at the reviews. <laughs> Where we're not completely inept, just mostly. But I just thought that was super hilarious when you pointed that yeah. out, Michael. Yeah. I honestly did not know that you could change. Like, I, I understand why said, yeah, the reviews why are be country specific. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like, why would they just put all the reviews? Like, oh, everyone in Canada likes this podcast, but U.S. doesn't. So, like, don't listen to it. Like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, just, yeah, no. just put them all together. Um, and the same goes for UK. Like UK, there's some reviews on there too. Yeah. Um, well, because you know how you know how we found that out was because um, Anthony was looking at reviews for Nintendo Love Fest on the UK store, and he was like, "Oh, I should check if there's any in the Canadian or American store." I was like, "What do what, you mean?" What do you mean? <laughs> and then and then uh, he did, and he was like, "Oh, cool! Someone wrote this." And then I was like, "Look up video game realness," <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh yeah, there's like." 10 reviews yeah there's like 10 or 12 reviews there I was like like, (laughs) so our apologies to anyone that's like put reviews on there and like we never acknowledged because like we just didn't know it was there we found out recently and now this podcast has almost been on for two years (laughs) we only found that out like last month (laughs) oops sorry but anyways, um, be sure to check out all of our sisterhood podcasts. Of course, starting out with Nintendo Love Fest. We have featuring... a website now. If oh, you just go to NintendoLoveFest.com, it just redirects you to where it was before. Very good. <laughs> very nice. Eventually, we'll have a full thing. And you can catch that link on our website now. Yes, I added <laughs> that after you called me out. So. Multiple times. Girl, it took like three episodes for you to put it on there. <laughs> Three episodes, which basically turns out to six weeks. Just <laughs> you can check out our other wonderful gay video game podcasters, Koopa Club, GameBuoy.org. That's GameBuoy.org. Game Bar, and you can check out our resident podcast whore, Rob Roberts, who has two podcasts because, well, technically three because he's crazy. Because he's crazy. Um, you can check him out on Orange Lounge Radio and uh, Horde House, and you can catch me and Rob. And uh, the Game Boy Boys on video, or not video game, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome. Reading is fundamental, where we uh, dish on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Such fun. Yes. Game Boy Boys, that's fun to say. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that concludes this week's episode. And uh, tune into our next episode, which is going to be our E3 prediction episode. We're going <laughs> to like hash it all out on like what we think we're going to see from Ubisoft, EA... Uh, what um, we're not going to see from Konami. What we're not going to see from Konami. Square actually announced that they're going to do a separate, like, big conference, like the other boys. And then, of course, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. We're going to dish on all of that in our next episode. So look forward to that. Great. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.